Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to our community. It's so good to be with you here again and with my special guest here, Pastor Art Georges from Living Hope Community Church in Bartonville, yeah. Illinois. Thanks, Thanks for joining me today. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's good to be with you. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. So why don't you tell everybody out there and I've decided land and everywhere else who's watching this podcast who Art Georges is and what you're all about. Okay, well, be careful. It's uh, the Bible says, "Let another's lip praise you and not yourself." So I don't mean, but I um, I've been pastoring Living Hope Community Church in Bartonville since its inception. We planted with a group from Bethany Baptist back in 2003. Um, I uh, was an actuary, uh, a numbers person of the insurance industry up until I was about 37 and went off to seminary and got my Masters of Divinity from uh, a seminary out in Southern California, and then uh, came back and planted the church. Um, so yeah, that was almost twenty years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Since then, I was able to complete a Doctor of Ministry from Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville uh, in two thousand eighteen. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's been a great opportunity to see the Lord work through a church plant in Bartonville, and yeah. I've been a, I've been thankful. Yep. Well, and I can say that I'm a proud member of your congregation yeah. and your church, and this is a special time for me to be able to sit here and share this time. So I appreciate you coming and Thanks. joining us today and helping us with our yeah with our weekly winning word and just share some of your perspective. When 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 I saw the word and I started to think about it, you're the first person that came to mind. Well, so we always try to think about who can help talk about this, and that's gratifying. And it, Thank you. And it's because of um, a sermon series that you went through recently at church through the book of Ecclesiastes. And yeah. that those thoughts started just coming back to yeah. my mind. I was like, you know, this would be great if I could get Pastor Art to join me because I know that there's some there's some alignment. Here. Yes, and absolutely. And I think it's helpful. So I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, you're welcome. Me. I'm glad to be able to be here. Great. All right. Well, we're going to talk about the weekly winning word. Uh, and those out there in the I've Decided community community um, know all about that so every week it's a different subject and we're just going to dig into it and try to take something hopefully provide some some good content to folks out there that can help them be more successful Excellent. in their professional life and the word is meaningful um, and just to kind of set a foundation for it the definition for meaningful is useful purposeful and significant yes and I thought it was really interesting in the article that, that Kim wrote, how she 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 um, framed it up around this having this meaningful perspective through your work, yeah. right? Or yeah. having some opportunities through your work to to be more meaningful, right? And be right. productive in that way. Right. And she wrote an article that um, posed four questions, right? That are going to help hopefully help us determine whether or not we're in the right space or how can yeah. we be more meaningful through yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump right in and we'll kind of go question by question. And yeah, and... this is good because, you know, uh, finding meaning or purpose mm -hmm. is so important to the to the human being, to, yeah. to humanity. God, who is a an intelligent and purposeful being, has created us in his image to find purpose as right. well. And so when you feel like you lack purpose, sometimes it feels despairing. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a great topic. It's one that's important and it's not 
going to be something that any of the listeners have never thought about before. Sure. Going like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. And sometimes it's a daily struggle. Yeah. For all of us, right? Yes. Yeah. To really make sure that we find that meaning. And one of the things that I always think about kind of in this space is it, it's we have a choice, right? To find purpose and find meaning in the things that we do. Not everything in our life is going to be exciting and mm -hmm. and going to be all rosy and mm -hmm. right we're faced yeah. with challenges but we have a choice i think that we get to make every day and almost every minute of every day on whether or not we're going to choose to pursue that happiness and that yeah. that meaningfulness yeah. right yeah and one of the, with that? yeah i would and one of the challenges today is that uh, in our age of technology and information there is so much distraction, so much oh, white noise. And so we get distracted from the things that we think are the main thing. And then you can lose 20 to 30 minutes. I know just two days ago, I, I realized I lost 20 minutes just to social media, just looked up and said, oh my, and, and it, mm -hmm. it was meaningless yeah. <laughs> yeah. in a sense. Uh, yep. And I think, and a lot of people can relate to that. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that's a daily challenge too. So let's jump in here and we're going to pick off the first question that Kim posed in her article and, it, and it's around being passionate with what you're doing. Am I passionate with what you're, what I'm doing? Do I love what I do? So when you yeah. think about that, what kind of things come to mind? Well, I, I think that we can also often relate to the sense that we don't feel as passionate about mm -hmm. something that we're doing as we would like to. And I think, um, part of discerning whether or not we're in the right place, whether or not we're pursuing our passion is understanding how God has wired us, how he's created us. Uh, we have this sometimes uh, sense that we need to conform. Mm. And when we sometimes when we conform, we don't find ourselves exercising uh, a, a sense of passion. Okay. Um, at one point in my career before ministry, I thought, man, I'm not passionate about this. Right. And so I actually made a big decision, stepped out of it to do something I was passionate about. Oh, wow. And it was it was enriching. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. That's an interesting perspective. Um, but, you know, it, it, and the, the bottom line is, I think, is that we have to understand, right, that where our talents are, where our yeah. strengths are, yeah. and and make sure that we're doing everything that we can that in the pursuit of life that we're yeah. aligning our efforts that way. Yeah. You know, I, I think sometimes we can feel like we lack passion when we lose the big picture. And mm -hmm. within the scope of scripture, we learn that God has created us purposefully. And when we can tap into that bigger story of God and our place in that story, mm -hmm. then we can begin to see how we fit and how our job, our career, um, our vocation fits in that. And mm -hmm. then we can begin to sense that passion yeah. to pursue it. It's sort of like knowing what we were created for. Right. So, so what I'm hearing you say, and, and let me just um, throw it back at you a little bit, just to make sure my I'm hearing the right thing is, it's life is bigger than necessarily the, maybe the job that we have. Right. Yeah. And, and the job is kind of a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, that's right. right. And when that's we take right. that larger perspective and understand who we are, why we're here and how this 
part of it can create that impact or that passion yeah. even outside of that single job yeah or whatever yeah you think about working in a factory for instance mm -hmm. uh, for example to make a small part of a bigger machine and you might not be as excited until you find out that that small part actually uh, is integral to the proper functioning yeah. of the big machine so they should take you out and let you see the big picture so you get excited about your part in it that's cool that's cool that that's a really good analogy so that kind of dovetails well into the second question then does my current job or my current position provide an opportunity for me to live out my purpose in other ways yeah and right. i think that's really interesting and i thought of somebody who both you and i know actually you just met recently but jim holloway jim mm -hmm. and regina holloway mm -hmm. who's a, yes right. a committed missionary um to central america and but and he, and he told us the story when we had dinner with him recently yeah. that his job allows him the flexibility so he could pursue his passion of right. serving that community that's right yeah and in fact he would testify that um that the lord put him in a certain position to make him fruitful in this overseas right. missionary right missions yeah so the job provides him the the flexibility the income all the things that he needs in order to really pursue his passion right. in a completely different yeah. part of the of the world yeah which is really kind of neat because it doesn't so that goes back to that broader perspective yeah. right uh, analogy that you just shared with us is that the, the job that you're in may not be the place where you're really excited about but what opportunities is that providing you in order right. to pursue your passion right right it may afford you a certain amount of flexibility each year to go yep. and travel and do like we we know doctors that um they love their practice of medicine but mm -hmm. they especially like how it affords them the ability to go and minister to yeah. less fortunate in a different place right. in a different world yeah very similar very similar situation to what jim and, yeah. and regina his wife were doing through providing hope ministries and so i, I really thought about that uh, pretty long and hard as i was reading this article is because we all get bogged down in our work. Yeah. I, mean, I imagine yeah. even you do as a pastor, yeah. right? You get bogged down in your work and it's really hard, I think, to be on the, the, that level of happiness all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. And you have to take that step back and really understand what's the bigger picture here. Right, yeah. For instance, in any person's job, mine especially, I, I, I feel like I'm most effective in one aspect, but when I have to spread mm -hmm. myself out, I feel like I'm not as effective so i want to get other people to take those things so i can find the meaningfulness in, in that sweet spot. one yeah in the sweet spot so to speak yeah. yeah that's good yeah that's good all right the third third piece of or the third question i guess that was posed is is about service <laughs> right and, yeah. I, and i know this is a subject that's near and dear to your heart but how how can you how are you serving others and how is that impacting your ability to be, um, you know, finding that meaningfulness and, yeah. and developing that passion in your work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think about those that sing songs and the, the groups that harmonize. Mm. If you just heard that one person who's doing a certain part of the harmony by themselves, you're like, that, that, that's not very interesting. Right. But then you hear all the voices together, like, wow, that's wow. amazing. Yeah. And so um, if we can see ourselves um, as not necessarily the melody, but um, harmonizing and the beauty of the big picture together, then we'll see our small part as a 
more meaningful contribution. Mm. I also think of what Jesus said, uh, the wisdom, leadership, genius of Jesus. He said, uh, it is better to give than to receive. Yeah. And that's kind of contrary to our uh, our own instincts. Sure. I, I love receiving. I, I, I tell people, you know, they have the five love languages. I have a six. Mine is gift receiving. <laughs> <laughs> but but Jesus says it's better to give than to receive because we see the joy in the outcome, the, yeah. the way that we can minister. And, and you know, uh, many of us know that we go and we do something thinking that we're going to serve somebody and then we are blessed because of what we right. did, more so than maybe the one that we right. did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think Kim even pointed that out in her articles that oftentimes when we have that focus of serving others, we get so much more out of that yeah. than we realize. And we, everybody wins in that situation. Yeah. yeah you know, and, and even social media is a good example of that because really uh, when I'm surfing social media, I want to fix mm. and it just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it, it, it's sort of an indication that when I'm focused on myself, it's less meaningful than when I'm pouring myself out yeah. for others. Yeah, the, the, this is a this is a part of the article that I really reflected a little bit on one of your sermons at, from Ecclesiastes, and there was a a note that I wrote in my Bible as I went back and reflected on that, it, and it was about selfishness, mm. which is really the opposite of service. I think yeah. is you're yeah. rather than being focused on others, you're focused on yourself. And the the thing that I wrote in my Bible was is. When we focus on ourselves by being selfish, that often we cause harm to others. Yeah. And, yeah. and even what it's probably unintended. That's but, right. Yeah. In the, in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon is talking about oppression, how oppression is common in the fallen world. And, and it's usually the result of others seeking uh, sort of gain for themselves and not necessarily intending. And we can see it in 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 the workplace and in, in industry sure. um i i've worked for people not in the ministry but others outside of ministry that you could tell that they were pushing me because they would get a bigger bonus right and you know that's okay um we all want to be a team and contribute but you get the, others get the sense that they're being used it's as not genuine yeah. Right. yeah and and it hurts it drives them in unhealthy ways mm -hmm. and so uh when when we can see that everybody wins, that's when we alleviate oppression. But yeah. um, we're we're caring about the whole and not just ourselves. Yeah. And how much better is the world if we all have that mentality, right? right. Where we're going to lift each other up and do that. Right. And so that it's so important, I think, in order from the perspective of finding meaningfulness, is you've got to have that perspective of how can I help others yeah. through this process, and yeah. it's going to just springboard us forward. I think yeah. in that whole. That whole concept. Yes. Um, and then the fourth question, and which was the final question that Kim posed in the article was about feeling fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Do I feel fulfilled yeah. in my work? Yeah. It's, it's an honest appraisal that some might not feel that they can answer that in the affirmative. However, if we go back to our purpose and meaning, the reason God has fitted us where we're at. Yeah. We can be where we don't think we want to be, but if we see that God has us there for a season, then we can find a sense mm. of fulfillment in that, just knowing that, hey, and I've said, you, you remember me saying this during the sermon series, this doesn't mean you have to just say, okay, this is fatalistic, I'm going to be here forever. No, you can, you can seek a different path, 
but be fruitful while God has you there. And then you'll have that sense of fulfillment. Yeah. God's using me right where I'm at. It won't have to be forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, it, it kind of comes back to that whole Colossians 3.23 that a lot of Christians will focus on. Whatever you do, um, work heartily as unto the Lord, mm-hmm. not as unto men, um, knowing that it's from the Lord that you'll receive the reward. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, so, so we recognize that God is purposely having us where we're at. Doesn't have to be forever, but we're going to honor Him while yeah. we're there. Well, that's, that's so good and so rich and so difficult. <laughs> it is. It is. Hard. I I got to tell you, Pastor, I struggle with that so much. I, and and I he, every time I hear it, and I, I, I took notes on that sermon. I reflected on that part of it too as I was preparing for this. And I know I fail every day mm-hmm. in that yeah. regard. And it, but it's so important to be able to take that back to that broader perspective and know that I'm here for a reason. Yeah. Right. Whether it's a good, whether I'm going through a good time or a bad time or whatever that may be. God has me here for a reason. What yeah. am I going to get out of this? Yeah. What am I going to learn out of this right. in order for me to be better in how I approach serving others or doing what, whatever? But man, that is so difficult. To it do. is. And you're not unique in recognizing that you fall short of that. And that's exactly why Solomon writes us this uh, wisdom, because God knows that we all struggle with yeah. it. I struggle with it. And, and so <clears throat> um, he writes us this so that we would see, you know, God has subjected all of our uh, existences, uh, all of our lives to a, a level of frustration mm. so that we won't think that this is heaven on earth, right. that we're looking for a better country and, mm-hmm. and we continue to press on knowing we're not home yet. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Well, thank you. Yeah, very much. Joy. Yeah, it has thanks. been. And yeah. It's gone by so fast. Yeah. Wow. So fast. I know. Like everything else this year has gone by so fast. But I've really appreciated this time, and I'm really glad that you were able to join me and and share some of your thoughts. And I'm sure there's folks out there that will get some benefit from this as well. Yeah, it's been meaningful for me too. Yeah, any final thoughts? Uh, Just, uh, well, Solomon, uh, he kind of gives us a recurring final thought. Um, The end of the matter is this. Mm. Rejoice in the work of your hands, for God has given you the ability to work and work is not, uh, it's, it's, it's precursed mm-hmm. and it is subjected to futility, but it's a good thing. And God has given you the ability to work and support yourself, support those that you love, contribute to others' lives. And so rejoice in that yeah. and, and, and be content, find contentment there. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Can't close it out any other way than that, for sure. So thank you again for joining me. Yeah. Thank you to everyone out there for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you next time here on Our Community.